Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the No Notes Podcast, episode 79. This is another football episode. We missed the last episode, which was supposed to be non-football, but I was obviously in St. Louis, and so travel time and all that didn't align with Matt's schedule. But we're hoping to get one out that's not football for after this episode, so you should be able to plan on that. But this is our uh, Football Friday episode. And obviously, we're going to go over our 32-team league, which we have some very good news. And I'm excited to share that with you guys. And Matt, I don't think he even knows how we like well we did. I did a little preview there. Mm-hmm. But then we're going to obviously go into our week two recap. Uh, Matt and I tied, so no punishment. The whipped cream slot moves to next week. So we'll see what happens there. But Matt and I did tie on that. We'll go over some of the games. We got five on the agenda. Then we're going to do a little new segment, which I'll save. It's, it's Matt little segment and we'll be doing that and then lastly obviously we'll go into predictions for week three which could determine the whipped cream slap participant so what are your first words matt before we jump into the 32 team league um well i should have done the speculation if we tied it should have been based off of our fantasy matchup this week yeah you i know but you know oh well he didn't say it out. I mean, I was even thinking on our tiebreaker, but none of us picked the person that scored the most because the Dolphins beat the Bills by one. Unfortunately, otherwise, well, they saved you and they saved me at the same time. I guess exactly, exactly. So, uh, you know, can't be too upset. I mean, sucks the Bills pulled Josh Allen like at the beginning of the fourth quarter. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I mean, yeah, um, <laughs> you know, whatever. Um. So with that being said, I'm excited for looking at our yeah. teams and how we did and going from there. And, you know, it's, it's funny. I feel like I could have gotten away with this because Matt, Matt hasn't even brought it up. But I'm a man of my word. I'm a man of honor. The gloozies, bro. One dollar from Walmart. Nice. So I guess I'll start munching on these more when you're talking. But <laughs> Look at I those. see three of these. <laughs> My stomach just hurts looking at it. I'll just say that. <laughs> it doesn't even like feel good to think about. Um, but yeah, let's... Uh, sorry, this hot dog's throwing me off. Um, let's look at this 32-team league real quick. Uh, Where's share screen? All right. So, you guys don't even know this, but from the last time we talked to you, literally, like, after, when I checked the this league... Because you see, we also have Joe Flacco and Jalen Waddle. We got offered a trade, which was from this guy who ended up actually quitting the league like a couple days later. So that's kind of funny. But we traded away Tua and Damian Pierce for Joe Flacco, Jalen Waddle, and Khalil Herbert. And Matt and I were, I asked him, I was like, what do you think? What should we do? We obviously needed a receiver. And so Matt said to go for it. So we went for it. And obviously, it paid off. I know Tua blew up. But Waddle was insane who had, what was it, 40 points? And then Joe Flacco had, like, 26. So, like, that was pretty serviceable, actually. (laughs) Um, And I'll pull up the matchup here real quick of week two. We won 125-85, to and we were the highest scorers in the league. You know, Quill Herbert had five points. That's fine, obviously. Um, I mean, from Pierce to Herbert, it wasn't much of a downgrade, in our opinion. So that's all we went for. And then, obviously, Joe Flacco probably did better than – expected but waller with 29 and 
the Eagles got 14, so it was it was a great week. Isaiah likely had 16 too on our bench, so something to keep in mind. But yeah, Matt, are you feeling are you feeling like puffing the chest after the trade and after the week we had? What'd you say? Don't we still have George Kittle as well? We do. Yeah, he's been sitting on our bench because <laughs> he's yeah he hasn't played yet. Um, yeah. So Jeez. like we play him over Shepard, you know, hopefully he gets more than nine points. We could have really taken off, but yeah, yeah. What do you think then? Hey, a lot better than last week. So way better. All I know is what are you saying? You know? Um, all I know is when Zach Wilson comes back, that'll hopefully be our new quarterback. Unfortunately, Joe Flacco will have to go because Zach Wilson will be the starter. But besides that, we're looking pretty good. I mean, um, yeah, and there's nothing much I would change right now. So nothing really much we can do at this point. So we just got to kind of rock with it. Uh, the one question I'll ask, the only thing about our, our lineup, I see Isaiah Likely's questionable, but we'll he'll probably play. So if Kittle's out again, do we keep Shepard in or do we put in Likely? What do you think? I'd say Shepard just because likely, yeah, he had one game, but look how many points were scored and he only got like 40 yards, you know? Right. I mean, in, in this league, 16 points, though, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Of a double, double tight end. But you think Shepard then? Yeah. Okay. He had like nine points. So that's pretty, that's pretty okay. Um, yeah. Let me shout out the, the guys who are in our Fantasy Boys podcast, which we actually uploaded today. Uh, we're filming this on Wednesday. So you should go check that out. Only on Spotify or Apple, audio only. Charlie last week, oh, oops. Charlie scored 49 points. <laughs> yes, Mitch Trubisky, James Cook, Debo, some tight end. Pittman, he was out. And yeah, so shout out to, to Charlie for scoring 49 points. Um, and then Kevin scored, where was Kevin? 74. Uh, he squeaked out a win. So he's 2-0, actually. He's looking pretty solid. And then I want to shout out the guy who scored 29 points. <laughs> uh, Ryan Tannehill, Devin Singletary, Mike Evans, some tight end, Scary Terry, <laughs> Titans defense, <laughs> negative six. Um, so this guy's 0-2, and he probably won't do much anymore. So, yeah, uh, we, have, we had some pretty bad weeks, 49 and... Like, you know, anything under 60 What's, is pretty bad. What is, what is our standing now? Are we at least not on the bottom? Oh, yeah. Let me check. We are sixth in uh, our division. Is oh, there a way nice. that can playoff bracket? Um, We're still not in the playoffs, unfortunately. I don't know what overall we are. I wish it would show that. But we're sixth in our division. I'm assuming it to be top four. What, um, eight playoffs. How many points do we have for us? 181. Okay, that's not bad. We're one of the higher ones for sure. Yeah. yeah. And Kevin's first yeah. in his division. Yeah. And then Charlie is last in <laughs> 103 points. But, yeah, that's the 32-team league. So, we'll see if we can keep the momentum going. This person has Tom Brady, Derek Henry, DJ Chart, Goddard, Robert Woods. That's a solid team. They're one and one They're projected more than us. So, we'll see what happens. But – Hopefully we can pull out the dub this week. So we could just get a different running back. Our team would be good. Yeah, but... even then, Herbert's serviceable for now. He's okay. Like, yeah, I mean, there's I literally like... there's no one. I mean, there's I literally like no one. I think we should trade like a a tight end for. We can try. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we we probably have to trade likely away. I mean, I can throw him on the trade block real quick if you want. Yeah, why not? We'll just see if if anything if anyone wants to offer anything. Is there a way I can do it on here? 
I'll, I'll do it on, on my phone after, but we'll put him yeah. on the trade block and we'll say we're looking for a running back if possible. Um, or yeah. we can trade away Kittle, you know, if we wanted and if we have trust in likely, but we'll see. Um, but yeah, there we go. 32 team league looking good. All but right. Now, now we got to get into the, get into week two of the NFL. And should we start with your team? Let's start with my team. I think yeah. that was a little, yeah, probably the, out of all the games we're talking about, the most underwhelming, I would say. Yeah, you take the four then, so I can start eating this first glizzy. Okay. Um. Well, as Charles said, we're going to talk about the Patriots and Steelers. Uh, my team finally won this week, which is great. Um, they didn't do a good job of having a convincing win. Um, it was 17-14. Um, and, yeah, there really wasn't much to show when it comes to um, – yeah, not much to show when it comes to the game. I mean, the best play – I mean, Charles and I kind of talked about it a little bit uh, just recently. Um, but the best play was Mac Jones throwing it up to Nelson Aguilar and him basically mossing – um, the Steelers cornerback, which not his fault. He is playing great defense. I mean, Aguilar just made a better play. Um, but that was like the second touchdown, I believe, that the Patriots had, and they just scored a field goal. So that's kind of it. Sorry, I'm losing it because Charles is struggling with his first one, dude. Um, <laughs> how is it, Charles? The texture is really bad. The flavor <laughs> is not as bad as I thought, but man, it's similar to Jello. It's it's one of those textures. I don't really have a gag reflex so much, but this is one of those textures that makes me almost want to have a gag reflex. So this is bad. Um, <laughs> um, so it looks like Charles is going to have a long time with his glizzy, bro. Um, but then when it comes to the Steelers, it obviously hurt them not having TJ Watt. Um, you could tell their pass rush wasn't as effective as it usually is. Um, but I mean, I have to say, the defenses and both and on both teams were solid. The offensive play for both teams was pretty garbage. Not gonna lie, like Mitch Trubisky hasn't looked like the best, but at the same time, though, I don't think you can really blame him because his weapons. So he has Deontay Johnson, and that's really about it. I mean, he has Najee, and I guess Friar Muth at tight end, and I mean Pickens is good, but a rookie. So I don't know. It's just very, um, very interesting. I don't think that either offense is very good at all. Um, Patriots had just a couple more explosive plays, and that's why they won. Um, other than that, I mean, it was kind of a game. I think you kind of monitored. Granted, for some reason, I got it. I was able to watch it um, on TV. Um, and even then, sometimes it was a little hard for me to watch because it was just like, man, it's a struggle for anyone to get any yards in this game. And I, I don't forgot if you like defense, Charles, but I love offense more than defense. Like to me, I would rather watch the Dolphins and Ravens game than the Patriots and Steelers game. It just looked like yeah. a old fashioned football. Yeah, you know. So, anyways, that was kind of my outlook on that game. So. Got the first one down. I think I can do this. I just got to think. I Honestly, while you were talking, I was like half listening and just half focusing on chew, 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 swallow, swallow, swallow. So 
I think I can do this, but this is not very fun. Yeah, real quick uh, to the point you said, I'm, from it comes to football, I'm definitely offense first. Because defense, I'm in basketball, I'm actually more of a defense guy. I love when yeah. someone really clamps up, but it's obviously a lot different than football um, in terms of just how the game is played. So definitely way more of an offensive guy when it comes to football. So I can agree with you on that. I'm sure that was not fun compared to when there's Dolphins-Ravens going on, which is just – obviously we'll get to that game, unfortunately. But Oh, excuse me. Um. Anyways, yeah. So – yeah, both offenses didn't look great. I, I watched the highlights. I made sure to get the Pats game in. Um, but, you know, even though the Pats won this game, I mean, Mac Jones still didn't look great either. So I'm still concerned about the Patriots, definitely. Um, obviously, that, you know, Aguilar catch was impressive, but it was really just a 50-50 jump ball. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't anything, like, spectacular. None of Mac Jones's throws were spectacular by any means. I mean, obviously, you knew coming in, he isn't really – a spectacular throw kind of guys more just run the system, you know, but still just, you can tell that offense just doesn't have much. Um, didn't they also score because of the short field off of the muff punt too? That's how they got there on the yeah. touchdown, which was just, just a run anyways. So yeah, offense in general, is just, eh, um, Seahawks obviously offense in general is just, eh, um, obviously two good defenses. So, Oh, 100%. Was, I actually was surprised they scored as much as they did. And and Trubisky obviously isn't the best, but he's, he's not terrible. He looked okay. But mm-hmm. obviously on the highlights, I don't show everything. I heard there was a lot of balls that could have easily been picked. I had heard from like the Bill Simmons podcast. But from the highlights, he didn't look terrible. And I mean, Mac Jones didn't look terrible either. But still, it's nothing compared to like where we're at now in the game. It's not even close, really, I would say, when you see some of these other performances from, from guys. So, but as they say, Nothing to write home about. So I will. I will give Mac Jones this. He made that clutch third down run to help run, the, which eventually led to led to them just being able to rush it and run the clock out. That was like the most impressive play, and that was like a five yard scramble. So, but he did make that play. So that was that was a big time play. But yeah, I've got nothing else to say. I mean, you're probably still not feeling great about the season as a whole, are you? I mean. Doesn't give me much confidence, but I really wish I would have picked this the Patriots instead of the Steelers. I just I just didn't have confidence too much. But I mean this gives me a little bit more confidence, yeah. but I mean it real the real test will be um if we can put up points against your team because obviously well, your team has no defense. So if we can't put wait, up wait, points wait. against your yeah. team. <laughs> also, real quick, um <laughs> I'll just ask this about your game. If TJ Watt yeah. plays, do you guys do you think you win? I would say potentially just because I think you would. You think that we would win still? Yeah, because I still think the Steelers. I do too. Because I the reason why I think that is because um, that muff punt is still yep. um yep exactly that's not a watt thing and then maybe the Aguilar. The Aguilar, maybe he rushes him but like you don't know so that's I what i'm saying really, the, the two plays are really were key yeah nah. so that's exactly what i was going to say i feel like the patriots points were kind of just you know they were very not like i mean kind of lucky but you know it was like just kind of plays that i don't really think tj watt could have stopped but yeah, 
Well, uh, how's the end of the end of the podcast? We hope you guys enjoy. So, um, yeah, I'm, we're leaving now because that was the only game we wanted to talk about, right? That was the first one, yeah. No, the the, that was the only, that's the only one, right? And then we're done after that. Uh, we don't need to talk about no. you know the, you know, you know the choke of the team. week. We don't need we don't need to talk about that. I think we're done here. I think we're ready to go. I don't I don't really think that's the case. Here, here. I'll just say this: Ravens choked. All right, that's all I'll say. Nah, I'll 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 own up to it. You want to do this? You want to do this one now, or do you want to wait till the end for the Ravens Dolphins? Mm. No, I think we go in the order like how it was played out. Same as last week, we do eleven o'clock first and go through there. We could do Browns Jets if you want. Yeah, let's do Browns Jets first because that okay. one that one was also. I mean, the Browns should have won that one. Like. 100%. Yeah. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Um, I mean, I know the Ravens is it's not and it's inexcusable, but I actually think the Browns had the worst choke at the end of the day. So I actually don't think we were the biggest choke of the day. If I'm being honest, I do. You're up third. Well, you're up technically seven, and you have the first down, and you can run the clock out, and you win the game, right? And then yeah, Chubb scores, minute. and you're up thirteen with a minute yeah. forty something. That's even worse than what we had. If I'm being completely See, honest. The, the reason why I think the Browns isn't as big of a choke as the Ravens is because the Browns controlled their destiny and they just didn't make a smart play at the end. Whereas for you guys, you guys were up by 21 points in the fourth quarter and didn't and only scored three points. That is true. So to me, that's the bigger choke. I mean, granted, 13 points in like a minute 30. But here's the thing. Yes, you you score the touchdown, okay. They get a possession now, and they scored on it, which is, like, great. You know, good for them. But then they also have to get the – um, they also have to get the onside kick, and they yeah. didn't, right? So right. – I don't know. I mean, maybe I'm just being a biased Ravens fan, but I personally if, – if the Ravens lost how they lost to the Browns or lost to the Jets compared to how we lost to the Dolphins, I'd be more upset, honestly. So – I don't know. It, it's they're both bad. Obviously, they're both right up there. But I thought the Browns was a little worse because that was like a legit one hundred ninety nine point nine percent chance to win. The Ravens was probably like ninety eight point nine. You know, so mm-hmm. uh, that's why I'm basing it off of. But yeah, um, I didn't actually watch the highlights of this game. I didn't have get to that enough the time. This was the only game I didn't watch the highlights of. So I don't mm-hmm. know all that happened before. But man, Joe Flacco and Garrett Wilson balled out. And obviously, you know, Jacoby Brissett was good enough to lead them down the field. And Nick Chubb obviously had a party with three touchdowns and all that. So, so way more offense than we thought. We both picked the Jets to be the least scoring team of the week. And they were 31 at the end of the day. They were like top 10. No, the much. least scoring was the Titans. I know, unfortunately. Uh, even the Texans beat him out with nine points. So, um, well, that game was bad too. The Broncos, yeah, that one was bad. Houston uh, Broncos, uh oh. Anyways, um, but yeah, I mean, obviously, fast forwarding to what happened if Nick Chubb and he, he he admitted it, I think, today or yesterday that he's like, it cost us the game. And so, you're right. I mean, obviously, that's a just a tough mistake in the moment, you know. If you if you had to, he, it was a kind of a, a, a small area to get down, it was like the one. And but I remember watching it live, and I was because they were watching it at the same time as the Ravens game, and I was like, "Why didn't he go down?" But he scored, and I was like, "It's probably fine." Next thing you know, Joe Flacco hits Corey Davis. If you want to talk about Tyree Kill being wide open, Corey Davis was like 
actually wide open and he jogged in essentially. They literally scored in like 10, 15 seconds too. And then the onside kick happens and Joe Flacco He's his old Joe Flacco leads him down the field. They score. That was an impressive drive, actually. It was. That was an impressive drive for sure to take the lead. It just you could feel the magic. And then Jacoby throws a pick, not shocked. Wow. Browns are I'm so glad the game Wilson, correct? Yeah, it was the game winner. That was a great throw, by the way. Really good throw. It was a great route too, if you look at it. Like he put Mm -hmm. it like he ran the route great, put it right where it needed to be, and it was really nice. Yeah, and obviously Jacoby threw a pick. Like I said, not surprised. And I'm just, I'm honestly really happy that they did. They won because then the Browns would be two and zero, but now the Ravens are still tied for first, and the Bengals are zero and two. So it made me feel a lot better about the Ravens losing. Although if we were two and zero, we'd have a much better lead. But yeah, I mean, how did uh, my question? It's just like how did Cordays get so wide open too? Like I just don't understand what happened. I think sometimes you just miss an assignment and not communication. And I think sometimes when you're too worried about like, oh, we can't let them score, et cetera, right? Right. Then that, I think, plays into it. You almost – I feel like sometimes when you're up so big and you don't want to make a mistake, that's when you make the mistake. Does that make sense? Yeah, and I don't know why I just said that when I have to talk about the Ravens next, <laughs> about people being open. But, yeah, I mean, I just – yeah. Jets, they're they're fighters. Maybe Zach Wilson should be the backup. <laughs> um, but yeah, anything else you want to say about that game until it's time for my misery? I don't think so. I mean, I know Nick Chubb just said like he wish he would have stepped out. And the thing is, is last year he did that against the Texans. He basically could have scored, ran all the way there, but then nope. You know so. Right. Very, very interesting. So. I'm getting the glizzies ready also so that I can just. Yeah. Maybe I'll, you know, pass out before I have to talk about the Ravens if I eat these glizzies fast enough. Um, nah, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it. Uh, the game of the week in a lot of people's minds, the Dolphins. Beating the Ravens 42 to 38. Uh, after being down 35-14, also 28-7 at halftime. Um, two or three four touchdowns in the fourth quarter. It's even hard to think about. Watching the highlights was hard. Um, man, it's... I mean, I guess I'll just start with... Uh, Lamar and the offense looked very good. I mean... Looked fantastic. Lamar played great, but there was that critical fourth and one or fourth and goal at the one that was a, a botched snap. You score that, you know. I mean, maybe the game tempo shifts still, it might not happen how it does, but that's seven missed points or at least a guaranteed three, you know, with Justin Tucker. So that I think gets forgotten a lot. Um, that was a big critical play, but I mean. I just you know this is a game fuck the Ravens should have won. Obviously they got the kickoff return first play of the game at seven zero, and you know they're holding two. Uh, they get a pick in their territory, you know, and then after that, you know they drove down and fumbled at the one. The Dolphins came out and scored, but then Lamar got hot. Had the seven. They literally had uh, three seventy five yard touchdowns with the pass to Bateman for seventy five, and then the Lamar seventy nine yard run, which was insane, put him up thirty five fourteen. I was just thinking, yeah, it's over. We picked two off twice. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I mean, shout out. I mean, honestly, I have to give respect where it's due. And Tua really played a great game and stuck with it. And they, our defense just, just you know, ran out of gas. And I actually was, I thought even before the fourth quarter explosion, Tua looked pretty, pretty good in the game. Like I, I liked you know, watching the highlights from like the first half and stuff. I thought he looked pretty good, even though he had two picks. Like he was. He looked more confident. He's got a quick release. Quick. He was kind of getting the ball out there. The questions I had about the weakness of his arm strength was kind of answered, honestly. I was impressed with a lot of his throws. And so I'm not the most shocked that the fourth quarter comeback happened. Um, but obviously, two of the touchdowns were just gimmies to Tyreek. I mean, two has to get it there, of course. But, like, almost any quarterback can probably make those throws because, I mean, Tyreek got so open, especially on the second one he caught, which – miscommunication on defense i guess we just played awful um we have no we don't really have a pass rush either which is concerning odafe owe who i was so high on after he was started really good last year he's really you know athletic he's hasn't done much at all i thought he'd be maybe better and so we have no pass rusher too had a lot of time too and to get away and at least it's only week two so we can definitely learn from this instead of you know a critical maybe week 14 or even the playoffs so it's glad I'm glad it happened early. Obviously, it sucks. We should be two and zero definitely. Um, as much as as good as the offense was, I talked about the fourth and goal at the one. They also had the fourth and one, which they didn't convert. If they convert that, you could take a lot more time off and potentially just, you know, take it down to you know, and then the Dolphins comeback may never happen. The whole game script flips. They missed that when it was thirty five twenty one. Um. So it just sucks. I feel bad for Lamar who played unbelievable. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't really have money, much else to say. I don't really have any words, honestly. It just sucks. It was crushing to see it happen unfold right in front of my eyes. I got over it, but I don't think I really did. So shout out to the Dolphins. They stuck with it. Well, I can say I've never rooted for the Dolphins harder in my life than just then because I – I was looking at it and I was like, oh man, like I really need them to win. Cause if not, I was like, I was not really too confident. And um, I wish Pick was not confident in that you beat me in. Um, uh, freak. Hmm. Eagles. Uh, no, that because that was Monday. It was the Sunday one. Cause oh, Bucks. 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 Yeah, it was Bucks in New Orleans. And I was like, oh shoot. Like, I was like, man, cause it looks like the Buccaneers weren't going to win. I was like, freak if they don't win like i'm screwed um but it was a great game i mean i love points so this was like a great game um to have to watch um oh man getting tired um i do have to say a dolphins played great and i mean at the very end though you did have a i think it was your safety that went out that got hurt um, and I think that kind of changed a little bit. Um, I, I kind of watched that. Um, what was it? Was it? Uh, was it McQueen? Oh, who was it that got hurt at the very end of the game? Can't remember his name, but yeah, w- Williams was that his last Demarion name? Williams, I think. Yeah, I think he got hurt, which he was your starting safety, which he's usually pretty decent. Um, you know, I think it would be nice to get Marcus Peters back. He's he was back. He just well, actually looked I, a step slow, obviously. He okay, got burned on the uh, first Tyreek route. Yeah, so I think, you know, I mean, it's hard to come off those ACL injuries and 
I mean, J.K. Dobbins isn't even back for you guys, and he had the same ACL injury as Peters, like literally like two days after Peters. Gus Edwards. And Gus Edwards also had it too. So, um, you know, um, yeah. Well, and there's that one play where, like, I think it was Edwards took it to the wrong hole. There's literally, if he cut right, there's a huge hole, and he goes right where the blockers are and goes out of bounds. It's like, bro, do you not see that green grass in front of you? Um, You know, obviously – a lot easier said than done because, you know, we have bird's eye view, etc. Overall, though, pretty pathetic performance on defense for Baltimore at the very end. I'm not going to lie, especially a non-characteristic Baltimore defense, too. Like, Oh, definitely. Like, I think, I mean, to me, like, when I'm, you know, when I think of the Ravens, I think of when New England played them a lot with Ray Lewis and, you know, Ed Reed, you know, all those guys. I mean, if you scored between 21 and, like, 28 between them, anywhere in there, that was a really good day for you guys. But usually they kept you under 21. So, you know, so, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I mean, I'm, Dolphins, look, Dolphins look great. I mean, they do. I'm glad I picked them. I mean, they're actually – it sucks they're in the AFC East because I really do like them a lot, you know. Um, I think this the game against the Bills and Dolphins will be a lot closer than people think. Um, we can get to that later. Um, but a hey, great win for the Dolphins sucks yeah. for Ravens, you know, because I mean the win was right there. Um, but you know, at the end of the day, um, I'm happy because I don't have to get what cream stock right now. So. Sorry, I brought a palate cleanser. <laughs> um, the Ravens D is a legit concern, though. Like legit, I'm I'm worried. But I was gonna say something else, and I can't remember what I was gonna say. But yeah, tough day, that's for sure. Oh yeah, you probably picked the dolphin. You picked the Dolphins. I'm willing to bet for the reason that was not the case in the game. Uh, remember, we were concerned about the Ravens' offense and their defense looked great against the Jets, who the they just torched the Browns, right? We mm-hmm. held them in check, like, completely, and our offense looked bad. It was the complete opposite to the, uh, last week. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. Whatever. One I and picked, one. I picked the Dolphins because I like their offense, and I think New England does a really good job on defense. And so, to me, seeing that New England hold, held them to only 20, I mean, makes me feel a little good about kind of where our defense is. It just makes me feel bad about the Ravens, yeah. I mean, now the offense, though, I mean, yikes. So, I mean, it'll be – we can get in all these games later, but we'll talk about it later. Anyways, let's go to our next game, which I believe is the Cardinals and Raiders, correct? It is, yes. Another comeback, the the final of three crazy comebacks. Down 20-0. The two-point conversion that Kyler Murray had where he just literally ran around for like 50 seconds yeah don't know how and the other one where he looked like he was getting sacked and then didn't get sacked by Crosby I was like how the freak did he get out of that like doing his little angry toddler run you know <laughs> it turned into playground playground mode it wasn't pretty but it was it worked they basically he, was, basically he was playing backyard football against grown athletes mm-hmm. which is like kind of crazy um and then just the way they lost an OT of Hunter Renfro. Well, he fumbled once. They recovered it. Yeah, luckily. And, like, legit, like, two plays later, 
fumble it again, and they picked it up, ran it back, and it's just like, I yeah, I actually heck? thought that that could have been a hit head to the helmet hit, or hit to the helmet. Actually, on yeah. the second run pro fumble, it looked like he kind of got hit on the helmet, which I don't know if that exactly caused the fumble, but I'm surprised I didn't maybe call something because it looked like he definitely got popped a little mm-hmm. bit on his helmet. Yeah. So that could have easily been a flag and the Cardinals don't get it, but they didn't call it. So, yeah, I, I don't even know how the Cardinals win that game. I've never seen a team go from – you look like six quarters in and Cleve King, you're like Cleve, Cliff Kingsbury is going to get fired by week four. The Cardinals are, are trash, and, you know, yeah. and then they literally – I don't know. I've never seen a turnaround like that in terms of, like, you know, like just, I guess, team attitude is the best way to put it. And it was one – like I said, it wasn't pretty, but it was – they got it done, and Kyle Murray was able to get the job done, and he started making plays, obviously, which makes him a Pro Bowl talent. But you've seen, like, the first half, the side of him that is, you know, bench-worthy of a quarterback – He's a kind of a he's a roller coaster, but they were able to ride the roller coaster just enough to to push through an overtime. But the Raiders definitely let that go. The defense really stepped up. They got the Raiders off the field quick in the second half, and that was key. The Cardinals dominated the time possession in the second half, which was very important. It led to some long drives, obviously some twenty second two point conversions, etc. Uh, and real quick, you said that he got out of the sack. Oh, you want to go? To me, it's like. Like legit, like that phrase, like tale of two court, like tale of two halves. Yeah, that's legit what it was. Like Raiders played great first half, defense was great, offense yeah. was great, and then second half it was Carter's defense was great, their offense was great, which took away obviously the Raiders offense, and then their defense just kind of let them back into it, and it was like, yeah, what what happened? You know the yeah. I actually thought the race defense battle. I just thought Cod Murray was even better, honestly. Um, but yeah, that, what? the Raiders defense. I thought they battled pretty oh, well. No, but... no, no. I think the Raiders defense did a uh, like did a good job. I mean, keeping a play alive for longer than like seven seconds as a quarterback, one, it's very impressive. But two, it makes the defense kind of like you don't really know where to go because usually you're like, okay, the play is going to be three, four seconds get the ball here and make a play, whatever. But once you go longer than that, it's like, oh, crap, okay, is he going to go to this spot? Is he going to this spot? Like, it's really hard on a defense. So, yeah. I like I said, I don't – I'm not seeing, like, the Raiders' defense got drastically worse. It's just I'm surprised yeah. they didn't wrap him up one time or do one different thing, you know, like what yeah. they did in the first half. That's what I'm saying. Like, in that first half – I think they did like that one extra thing, that one key I, thing. Yeah. And then in the second half, Kyler Murray just kind of did Kyler Murray things. I actually thought in the first half, the Raiders defense wasn't necessarily didn't deserve the most credit. I just thought the Arizona offense was bad and Kyler Murray just didn't look like he cared too, too much, but obviously he came out in the second half um, and will them to the win. But how they won obviously was, was unique because they, they actually got stopped on their overtime drive Um and then the Raiders obviously couldn't capitalize. But, yeah, the Max Crosby almost sack, which was an insane play, actually was an incomplete, but then they called the flag for illegal contact or the game would have been over. So I mm-hmm. actually think that's a little uh, left under the rug too. But Kyle Murray can't play like this all year where he has to do stuff like that. She's just not going to last, and we've seen it. In years past, he, he slows down so bad and starts piling up injuries. And so – he can't play like this. And it's it's still alarming that he had to do that for him to even squeak out this win. 
So I'm still worried about the Cardinals, but with the Raiders, I think they'll figure it out. They could easily be 2-0 and very easily. So I'm not as worried, but it's a little concerning when you still kind of give that up. But I mean, I think just think they got out just, just, you know, I'm better than you type of, you know, play from Kyler Murray. So sometimes you need luck. And I think the Cardinals had the luck in the yeah. second half. So. I'm going to turn my light on real quick, but you introduce the next game. Yeah. So the next game and the final game we'll talk about is the Monday night game, uh, Eagles and Vikings. Um, Charles wants me to defend my pick of the Vikings since his, oh yeah perfect his, since his Eagles as he's adopted them as his new team no uh, no 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 well not new team but you're pretty high on them I mean granted Ravens are your team but like if you had an NFC team right now it would be the Eagles Lions if, if you weren't dating Autumn oh yeah 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 well yeah Eagles so, are my third team I if I had to pick one definitely. I'm saying if you picked one because you weren't influenced by someone, a.k.a. Autumn, it would be the Eagles. Right, right. Okay, yeah. keep going, though. Yeah, so, you know, um, the Eagles' defense, and we picked them for our um, fantasy team, which actually has been a really good move, so high five on that one. Um, yeah. I mean, they got us 14 points, you know. and The week one against the Lions, they, were, they said that touchdown that saved them, but they weren't that good. Anyways, keep going. Well, but they also let the Lions back in. I think because they got disinterested. They were up, you know, 35 to like 14, right? And it's like, oh, we got this in the bag. And that and that's the thing, too. Sometimes when you have a big lead, you really don't focus as much. You're like, oh, we can give them five yards, seven yards here, like whatever. Next thing you know, you're at, they're at the goal line. And you're like, oh, shoot, they're going to score. And you do that for two drives, and you're like, oh, crap. They're actually – only touchdown behind us now, right? So I don't really think the Eagles are that bad. I just think sometimes you can get disinterested. Besides the point, the Vikings offense didn't look very good. Um, I have Dalvin Cook on my team. He, they did not use him, like, at all. He had six carries, and he had, like, I think five catches. That's pretty much it, which for a guy like him, you'd think they'd use him more. Um, Justin Jefferson was pretty good. Last pretty, five, by the way, but keep going. Pretty well covered, I think, by uh, uh, Slay, I believe. He was covered covered by him. Um, didn't give Adam Thielen the ball. I don't know. I mean, granted, it is the Kirk Cousins curse. Supposedly, on primetime games, he plays, like, not very good, and it shows. Um, but the Eagles look really good. And, I mean, Jalen Hurts made some great plays. Got Devonta Smith involved, which I think helps. A.J. Brown took a lot of the um, defense away so he could spread it out to, like, Godert and Devonta Smith, um, people like that. And, I mean, he did it with his legs, too. I think he had, what, two touchdowns, I think, running, I believe, um, with his legs. Um, and so, I mean, the Eagles look pretty good. I mean, I don't think you can really complain too much about them not being who they are, you know? I'm almost done with my bite. Let's talk for like 10 more seconds. Um, I still think the Vikings are better than everyone thinks. I mean, the Packers only beat the Bears by 17, so it's 27-10. But, I mean, the Packers didn't look great. I mean, there's nothing in that game for either team that really makes you believe they're really that good. 
if I'm being honest, the, the team that looked the best in that division last week was probably the Lions. It was. And I would say the two teams that probably looked the best is probably the Lions or the Vikings in that division, if I'm going to be honest. I mean, mm-hmm. maybe get to the Packers, but uh, I don't know. So far, I haven't really seen it. So I'm a little shocked that you think the Vikings were have looked the top, like, Two after this performance. Look, this is the Vikings. I I agree with you. The Vikings are oh, talented. I'm saying well, the only reason why I say that is because they beat the. That's true. Break off the Packers. That's the only reason yeah, why. And, and obviously, you saw that what happened last year with the Packers too. It's just I think it's a typical Packers thing now. Week one yeah. loss, they'll pull off like seven straight probably. Yeah, I do think though. If you ask me, who's the most impressive on the division? I would say it's the Lions. Me too. I yeah, I would. I, they have the most weapons out of all those teams. If I'm but, being um, anyways, back to the Vikings. The reason I think they're very talented, hundred percent. They might be more talented than the Packers. To be fair, the Packers are missing some very talented offensive linemen, um, which is huge. That's really big, really big. When they get him back, it can make that offense or Aaron Rodgers a lot more time, and that make him a lot more dangerous. But Vikings might have more talent. But the reason why I didn't pick them is because of one man, and he showed you why. Yes, he was pretty good against the Packers. I just thought the Packers had a weird game plan anyways. But Kirk Cousins, and man, he showed why. Because obviously primetime Kirk. I'll give you, He made some good throws, and he actually had a potential touchdown to Irv Smith that he dropped. That is, I will give you that. But there was a lot of plays during the game where I don't know where he was trying to go and he made the wrong reads and he had Justin Jefferson open on a decent amount of plays and he didn't throw it to him and you throw like check downs or he'd look somewhere else. And it just, I'm thinking to myself, what are you doing? Like he, he missed a lot of opportunity. To me, I sometimes, I think cause in the past, like with Stefan Diggs and Thielen, right? Diggs was like, Hey, you're not giving me the ball, you know, cause you're feeling, I don't think there's anyone that offense that's like, Hey, why are you passing it to Justin Jefferson all the time? Like to me, it's like same thing in NBA and in soccer, all that stuff. If you're open, I'm going yeah. to pass it to you. Yeah. I do not care if you have one goal, 20 goals, I will pass it to you. Right. Mm-hmm. If Justin Jefferson is open more times than Adam Thielen, I'm going to pass it yeah. to Justin Jefferson because the thing is, is Kirk Cousins is not playing fancy and- football. Yeah, he's not that, like, oh, yeah. got to give you know eight targets to feeling, got to give eight targets to no. It's who's gonna win me the game, and I think and I think he made a lot of wrong decisions. Definitely, I, he gets flustered you too know? easily. He gets way too flustered and just doesn't make good plays. He got picked off three times. I mean, one of them was Justin Jefferson's fault. The first one, he was supposed to go in. That's what I've heard from like everyone that's talked about it. So that was his fault. But the other two were bad you know they weren't good especially the last one it, it could have been picked the play before not not just not good throws in general and so that's just what i and you know the eagles gave them you know opportunity with the interception which was a weird play anyways uh don't really know why they ran that but and then the block field goal which was a game-saving tackle by the punter if he scores that it could be way different who chased the guy down and then of course kirk cousins threw a pick they were gifting the Vikings opportunities and they couldn't even capitalize on them. They'd make it a game, you know? So that's just why I didn't pick them because I just don't trust Kirk cousins. And that's why I don't think they're going to win the NFC North. And 
I don't know. You just can't trust him. I, I don't know. That's that's it. Um, yes, you've got the talent. But you got to make sure you execute, and it starts with the quarterback. But I will say this: I do think the the Eagles are for real, definitely. Um, I will say though, the Vikings defense, which looked great against the Packers, was not great against the Eagles in terms of like mixing up the defense. I thought they were very vanilla in terms of they kept their defense basic, and Jalen Hurts just tore them apart because they didn't really do much to confuse him. They kind of just kept it there, and he knew where he could go with it. You know, they didn't ever, like, make him feel uncomfortable, if you know what I mean. They, they just seemed like they kept the same defense. So that's a little weird. But the Eagles are for real, I think. I think the Eagles – I think I feel good about that NFC East pick. You and I obviously both picked them. I wouldn't be shocked with their schedule if they are the one seed in the NFC. I think they have a very good chance to win the NFC Um this year, and they, they could legit be Super Bowl contenders if Jalen Hurts can play like he did on Monday. He was great. I mean, he had the one pick. That was just a weird play. You take that away. He was like – his QBR is probably close to 90, you know. Obviously, ran for two touchdowns too. So, I'm really excited about the Eagles. And, yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, Jalen Hurts is my guy, and it was great to see him play so well. And, you know, I, now it's, it's a little annoying because now everyone seems to be hopping a little bit on the bandwagon. He's third in MVP odds all of a sudden, and people are all hyped about him. And I'm like, you guys, you know, we're questioning if he could even be a starter, you know. So it is only two weeks. We'll see. But now it's just like everyone's on the hype train, which is a little annoying. But still, super impressed. Um, Real quick, uh, I just want to ask this because I forgot to. Do you think Tua is a franchise quarterback? And do you think Jalen Hurts is a franchise quarterback? And if you had mm-hmm. to pick between the two. Okay, how about this? Between Tua and Jalen Hurts, who would you rather have at quarterback, you think? Who do you want as your franchise guy? Can't pick? I think both are you like – so You think they're both franchise quarterbacks then? Or are you not sure still? See, for me, I think anyone can be a franchise quarterback if they get the weapons they need. What happened this offseason for both of those guys? Right. Jalen Hurts gets who? AJ Brown. Brown. Who does Tua get? Tyreek Hill. Are they both 2 0? Yes. Yes. Do they both look better than last year? Yes. Absolutely. So to <laughs> me, I think any of those quarterbacks, depending on who you are, you can get. Anyone can be a franchise quarterback. I mean, yeah. look at two in college, right? Kirk Cousins. Look who he was throwing to. Kirk Cousins. Right? Great guys. I mean, Kirk Cousins, I mean, but here's the thing, though. He's still been a good quarterback. Like, look at his stats. Still a good quarterback. Yeah, Granted. Record. But the thing is, is we look at him whenever he plays his games in prime time, and we judge him off of that. And he has not a good record. I'm not trying to judge him off that. I'm just his overall record and playoff success is just not franchise quarterback worthy. You got to see it in the playoffs. Yeah, really. but but then I would also say Tua and Jalen are also not franchise quarterbacks based on that logic either. Well, I mean, I'm only saying that because Kirk Cousins has been playing for nine, ten years now. Give give him a few more years. Let's see how, how it goes. This? Yeah, I'd rather have Kirk Cousins and Ryan Tannehill. Oh yeah, definitely. Hundred percent. I would rather have Kirk Cousins than probably about almost half of the league, if I'm being honest. So to me, in that case, it means he's a franchise quarterback. If you're better than half of the starting quarterbacks and backups, 
Yeah, I guess that's a fair point. I guess you can really only consider franchise quarterbacks as like an exclusive group. You know, yeah. like top 10. Like top 10 like, plus. For me, a franchise quarterback is like right. top seven. So, okay, okay. Well, let's put it like this then. Uh, top seven. Yeah, I'd say top 10. I'd be a little generous. Yeah. Um, But I, well, I'll say this and then I want to ask you, I'll rephrase the question. I'm really happy the Dolphins and Eagles were like, maybe we have something with these guys and they got them weapons and to mm-hmm. see what they can be. Mm-hmm. And so far they've delivered. But, okay, mm-hmm. do you think Jalen Hurts or Tua has potential to crack top 10 in the future? And if so, which one? Do you think that potential is there? That uh, That's a better question then. To me, I would say Tua. Really? You'd say Tua? I would. Just because I think he's a little bit more athletic than Hurts. Ooh, I don't know about Here's that. I have to say, too, who did Tua replace in college? That's true. Right? Also, I wouldn't say that he's more athletic. Jalen Hurts is definitely more I mean, athletic. Jalen, Jalen Hurts athletic. Also, to me, I think that Tua's ball is a lot tighter and more crisp. Yeah, I can see that. Jalen. I also think with Tua, I mean, he just had to get the people that he needed. Jalen, I still think is really good. And I think both can crack the top 10 i'm not saying neither won't or one or the other but since the question was which one would you rather have slash crack the top 10 so you're going to uh i go to it and he's also younger so that's also why yeah i guess uh, he's like a year younger you're younger so that's why i would go with tua rather than jalen even though if you said hey you can't have tua but you can have jalen i'd be like okay like sounds great you know if that makes sense yeah I, I, yeah, Tua, obviously, I still need to see a little more from Tua and Jalen. I'm not, I obviously Jalen's still my guy, but I still need to see some more from yeah, him. Yeah, and I know you're more of a Jalen Hurts guy. And I just and think I he's still- been criticized way more than Tua, you know. Obviously, I think the national championship has something to do with it, too. But I feel like he's been criticized way more, and I don't know. That's why I kind of have come to him more, you know. But, yeah. Here's the thing about I would say I mean Tua showed him definitely I think the thing for me also with Jalen is like you just you've seen the progress every year, like it's kind of that's kind of crazy how much he's progressed throughout the year. I also the reason why I also say Tua is because even last year, um, I know it was his team, but he was kind of with I think it was with Ryan Fitzpatrick, correct? Doing stuff that was two years ago. Years ago. Yeah. So last year was his first year, right? Mm-hmm. I think Jalen, what, is his third year with the Eagles? Yeah, but more like his second starting because it was Carson Second Wentz. starting, right? Yeah. So when you look at it, I mean, they're both in the same time frame as well, right? This yeah. is both their second year starting, all this kind of stuff. And so to me, I feel like between your first and second year starting, that's where you want to see the growth. If the growth isn't as good as you want, that's when you look to see if you can right. move on. Right. And so far through two games, yeah, they both look like, great. It is two games. Yes. But they both look very good. This year is obviously big for both of them, so we will see. If I had to pick, I'd probably go Jalen just off of the intangibles, honestly. I think he's a better leader. You know, I think he's a little bit you know, he's very calm, you know, stuff stuff doesn't really phase him. So that's why I pick him. But 
you know, it's pretty close. We'll see how the season plays out. Still, two exciting quarterbacks who didn't look like they had much, you know, so. All right, well, you want to – you got the little segment you want to do, and then we'll go to predictions and wrap it up? Yeah, so in the segment we're going to do, we're going to do some picking. So we got to pick two. So I'm using the the sleeper app, and you can bet money on it, and I claim the 10 free dollars it gave us um, for that. Hmm. Um, basically – you have a lot of picks. I can do my roster. I can do other people's rosters. Basically, you pick over, under on certain things. So, the ones I want to tell um, Charles that I think are kind of interesting and see if he likes. So, an interesting one is Josh Allen, 277.5 passing yards over, under. Amon Ross St. Brown, 70 yards over this, under. This is, this is off of – can you actually bet any other teams or it's an only your team you can do? No, I can bet your team. Like, I was Oh, you can do anyone. To, I was going to get to it. Like Travis Kelsey, 0. 0.5 reception <laughs> okay. touchdown. Above, okay. Over under. Okay. Super Cup reception touchdown over under. Mahomes passing yards. So my question is, is do you have any guys that you like <laughs> – this week that like you're like oh man let's look at their thing and go for it mm. and you have it on your app too as well that is true actually so uh, do i does there one i think we should go for it is what you're saying yeah mm. it, i'm gonna try and keep this away from like a josh allen because that's just a little you know kind of gimme because like it's josh allen I'm going to go for something that's a little out there, I would say. The thing um, is, there's no odds. It's not like, you know. Right. <laughs> you can even bet on kickers. That's kind of funny. Yes, you can. Um, Let's see. I think. Oh, there's some, there's some intriguing ones for sure. There's some, mm-hmm. some bench players on there. I think Nick Chubb over 84 point and a half is pretty good because I think that they're going to have to run a lot and Nick Chubb gets a ton of carries. So I, I like that. He's just, you know, he's so good as a running back. Um, man, they got Dave Montgomery 99% for 66 and a half. That's a little high, but I agree. I kind of like the Joe Burrow 261 pass yards over. You so like that? Think- what do you think? Yeah, I like that. Tua's got 264.5. Let's see. Is there any other good ones? Mark Andrews, 60.5. That seems a little little low. But he hasn't been used too, too much. Oh, he had 100-something last week. It is against the Patriots. But yeah. I don't know. It's, it's Mark Andrews, right? Doesn't that seem a little low? Only 50% are on it, too. So does oh it's 60 and a half oh i thought it was 50 that's a that's different it was 50 and a half i was like man that's low yeah um that still seems a little low for mark andrews but Hmm, anyone else let's see so you got to pick one to bet on right Mm -hmm. oh man you only get one i get i do two that's hard then if I double it or nothing, basically goes from five dollars to fifteen. So then next week we have more, so yes. we can do multiple. 
So if we double or nothing and lose, you're we're already done for the We're done, but I'm thinking of maybe potentially keeping this as a segment, so you know. You make the final call. It's... I know, but give me like three, four, five players you like. Okay. And then we'll look at it. Some of them don't have it yet, which is I'm wondering about that, but Yeah. Like Jalen Hurts doesn't have one because I feel like he'd be good to bet on. Like to me, this Justin Jefferson versus Detroit is a half touchdown. Oh, definitely one reception touchdown. Like to me, I'm going over against. Detroit. Oh yeah, I didn't even see that was on there. Yeah, definitely do. That's one for sure. So you want that? One? Okay, we'll yeah, do that yeah, one. yeah. I like that. I like that a lot. Let's try and do one that's a little out there that could maybe. Uh, if we're trying to keep this going, maybe we just gotta be vanilla with it and just pick the the players, the studs. Um. Like I said, I thought Mark Andrews was a little low. You're obviously a Pats fan, so you can make the final call on that. But that just seems a little low for him. Yeah, I'd rather not like to go against my Patriots. You okay, know? I hear you. Um, Kind of fun to do one on, I don't know. Monroe, I think Dalvin Cook can run over the Lions personally. 73, so? 70, 75 and a half is... Uh, I mean, last year didn't get even close. Yeah. Uh well yeah, but that's for me, equals. For me, I think the the reception kind of looks kind of good. Yeah, maybe rece- receptions is probably easier than like rushing and stuff. I don't mm-hmm. think I see all the ones that you see. So you you make a final okay. call. I like that Justin Jefferson one though. I think yeah, that one I think that one should be a bet. I think that one should be a bet. What do you think about Amon Ra St. Brown? What do you think? That's a bet. Over 70? That's a bet. Against the uh, Vikings? Yeah, he gets so many looks. That's a bet. Okay, over as well? Yes. Okay, we're going to do it, and then we're going to choose the contest. So we can do – oh, we can select our amount as well. I forgot. We can select the amount of how much we want to bet. So we can do $1 all in gives us three, but if we do $5 all in – Gives us 15. I feel confident in both of those. I think Lions-Vikings is a potential shootout. I think the Vikings offense will pick it up. So do you think we just do five? We do the $5 all in, $15. Should we do it? It gives us more wiggle room if we're right. But if we're wrong, we're pretty much done. (laughs) Yeah. That seems really risky, but I'm, I'm down if you are. Let's do it. All right, y'all. In. I mean, it was free. I mean, I basically it was like free money, so it's like whatever. We can know? always suggest bets, even if we can't do it anymore, right? Exactly, exactly. All right, and all right, we have entered the contest. Yep, I see it. There we go. Yeah, people are. Yeah, Maddie Buckets entered a new contest. We're the betting one, on this Lions Vikings game to be a shootout, which I think it has potential one, for. The one I lost was the Terry McLaurin. I did over 59 and a half receiving and he yards. Had 58. 58. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Uh, I like the receivers better than running backs. I think that's just a little easier to predict, you know? So, yeah, let's do these picks for pick or week three. You ready? Hey. You get to go yeah. first again because technically you're still winning. Oh my gosh, that's dumb of you. Steelers Browns. Who you going with? Thursday night football that I probably might watch, but probably not. 
Uh, see, I want to go Cleveland, and they should have beat the Jets last week. But after the meltdown, it's like, do I go for it? But just because I don't think Pittsburgh could even score 13 in a minute and a half if there was no defense, um, I'm going to go with the Cleveland Browns. I am too. I think they'll lock up. All right, Texans and Bears. I low-key kind of want to pick the Texans, not going to lie. What, are you going to pick them? I don't know. I, I don't like going first. kind of sucks. I'm not telling you I'm picking this week. I'm trying to not lose. I'm just trying to not lose. Or tie. Actually, tie's not that bad, unless of the way it happened last week. What are you going with? Who did, who did Houston beat week one? They didn't beat. They tied the Colts. They tied the Colts, and they lost to... The Broncos. And Chicago beat the 49ers, right? Yeah. Somehow. In the rain. Golly. I'm going to go Houston. Why not? Dang it. You took what I wanted. I'm going Houston, too. Oh, I really don't have the the confidence to change it yet. So to the Bears, I'm not going to do it. All right, Vegas and Tennessee. I have to, I have to go Vegas. Me too. I just Tennessee looks not just looks terrible. I think Vegas can come back. Yeah. Okay, Kansas City, Indianapolis. I'm going to go with the Chiefs because Indy doesn't look very good at all. Yep. Andy is in panic mode now after zero against the Jacks. They ruined yeah. Michael Pittman. They would need Michael Pittman bad, obviously. If but the Chiefs are just too good. All right, Bills Dolphins. You won't. You won't. Gonna go Bills. I know yeah. the Dolphins are enticing, but it's the Bills. They are until it's the until, Bills. Until the Bills don't score basically at will, I'm not gonna choose against them. I think the Bills' uh, defense will do better than the Ravens did. That's for sure. Two Minnesota and Detroit. Ooh, See, this, this is a good one. You going with your the, AFC the, North pick? I don't want to. I kind of want to go oh, Detroit. So you don't have but, you don't you don't feel good about the Vikings anymore. I'm gonna go with Minnesota. Are you sure? You can change Pause. it. I just clicked it. Well, Minnesota. I'm going. Guess who I'm going with? I'm going with Detroit to beat Minnesota. Did you hear that? I'm going Detroit. I'm right. They look like pretty good. No, you saw they, how good look, they play the Eagles. No, they look they they look good. So like I'm not too confident in it, but I'll, I'll go with Minnesota. So whatever. You can pick lines. Pick your pick who you want, think is going to win. I mean, I picked Packers because I was like, oh, I picked them to win a division week one, and even though I wanted the Vikings, you know, yeah. So just stick um, with who no, you want. I think I think they'll bounce back. I don't think the Lions defense is as good as the Eagles. If I'm gonna be honest, true. I, I'll give you that. I just think, yeah. I just think they're fighters, though. But, yeah. Yeah, I do, too. I think it'll be a shootout. Like, I think, honestly, like, when it comes to um, who will score the most points this week, it honestly could be between the Lions and the Vikings. Yeah, that, that's what, I'm definitely going to be watching so, that game. Yeah. Um, New England, Baltimore. You didn't pick the pass <laughs> last time. <laughs> bro, I know which one I should pick. It's the Ravens. Because their offense is so much better. 
I think the Ravens I, are going to be fired up after this loss. I do think it's going to spark them. I know. So I don't want to pick New England. Do it. Pick them. Pick New England because I'm going to pick New England. No, you're not. Yeah, I am. I picked Patriots. No, you no, didn't. No, I didn't. <laughs> no, I'm picking the Ravens. If the Patriots had a better offense, I might legit pick them. I just can't trust them. I know. That's why I'm just – I know the Ravens' defense was bad, but the Ra- the Pats' offense is not the Dolphins' offense. Yeah. So I'm going to go with the Ravens, unfortunately. The I mean, if you look at the Steelers game, you know, if you pick the Ravens in with that offense, they would have dropped 35 on the Pats. But, yeah. All right. Bengals, Jets. I'm going to go Bengals. Are you sure? Oh, and two Bengals. Well, I mean, it is. Oh, it's at New York. But here's the thing: Cincinnati. I think last year kind of did they didn't they beat the Jets last year? They no, lose? they lost to the Jets they to lost? Mike White. Remember, that's when Mike White went got famous. Oh yeah, he threw like four hundred yards. <laughs> Cincinnati can't go own. They're just getting so unlucky. They can't go own three. No, 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 sir. So no. Bengals' line is a concern, and the Jets have a decent pass rush. They do. I just can't see the Flacco magic again. I just, I can't yeah. do it. I think the Bengals will win. But if they go on three, man, I'll be so happy. Okay. Eagles, Commanders, Eagles, Commanders, Eagles. Yeah, and you you're on the Eagles hype train too. Saints, uh, Panthers. Panthers are also a super unlucky Owen too. They really yeah. are. They really are. I mean, obviously, it's not the toughest teams in the world that they played, but, man, Jameis didn't look good. He's playing with, like, fractures in his back or something. He's, like, four fractures, and that's probably not great. I mean, it doesn't make me feel great about Michael Thomas either, but. I'm going to go with New Orleans, though. The defense is really good. I'm going to go with them, yeah. too. They easily could have beaten the Bucks if Jameis didn't suck so bad. But, oh, yeah. Well. Jacks, Chargers. Chargers. I uh, Herbert doesn't play. It's a little concerning. I think he will. I know. But it's her, the Jags are well, they're like I think they're a pretty good. They could easily go like a seven and ten type of record. I think they they can do something. They actually I think have a chance to win that division now. Now that uh, we've seen the Colts and the Titans, if the Jags win the division, I wouldn't be shocked. That's kind of a bold statement I'm making. I don't know if you agree with that. Trevor Lawrence looks no, a lot better. I, I think the Jags look like – if you ask me Jacksonville, Houston, Jacksonville, Titans, i go Jacksonville on both of those teams. Even me the too. Colts, same thing. I do say, I mean, yeah, Jacksonville looks like they could potentially win their division, which at the very beginning of the year couldn't say that. But, but. this might be actually be the wor- new worst division now, the AFC South. <laughs> the, the Colts are as bad as we think. They're not going to be good, a good division. So Yeah, so I'm going to go with Chargers, even though Jacksonville's pretty good. If Jacksonville's so. going up against someone else that wasn't like the top two, I'd probably pick them. So Rams, yeah. Cardinals. Ooh. Rams have to. Mm. The Rams concern me a bit. They really do. They do. They concern me. Man, that's a lot of faith in Kyler, though. I'm going to go Cardinals. I'm going to do it. Okay. As much as I don't trust them, I don't trust the Rams either. I think that's the next yeah. division to win. Um, I think the Cardinals are going to ride off of that, and they're going to upset the Rams. I just don't trust the Rams that much. Well, here we go. Seattle, Atlanta. Ooh. I'm going to go Atlanta. Ooh. Me too. They have looked pretty actually oh, solid. Dang it. I wanted you to go Seattle. Okay. No, they look terrible against the Niners. They literally didn't even score on offense. It was a punt 
touchdown or whatever, yeah. or block field goal touchdown. Uh, Tampa Green Bay. I'm going Tampa. So is Mike Evans officially still out? Like he didn't oh, get freak, but Mike Evans is out. He Yikes. is out. If Chris Godwin's out too, and Julio's still banged up, man, I Tom Brady's gonna have a tough time throwing. <laughs> Uh, uh, but if the alignment are still out, the Tampa Bay defense is going to feast on Aaron Rodgers. I think this will be defensive slugfest. I really do. I do too. Yeah. Gosh, I'm this is go, hard. You know, me, you know me, I'm a Brady guy, so I have to go Brady against Rodgers. This one I'm generally, so. like, torn on. This one is tough. This one is tough. I, I but think, I have to go Brady. Oh, God. The Packers defense hasn't looked as good as I had hoped, so I think I'm going to give it to the Bucks. Just because of their defense. But really? it's really yes, it's close. Once the Packers get past the Bucks, though, schedule gets not, way easier and they're winning the pick, NFC North. <laughs> I mean, not even picking your team, bro. They're supposed to hey, win. Hey, once they get past this, that's smooth sailing from there. They'll win the division. All right. San Francisco, Denver. Ooh, Denver's scaring me. Jimmy G's they back. Are. We'll see. I mean, Seattle's not great, so it wasn't a, like a hard first game. No. So we gotta see how Jimmy G fits. You didn't mit- practice much at all, so I'm a little concerned. Yeah. Frick. Who are you going with? You get to go first. I forgot. Woo. I want to go Denver. Do you? Denver. It's home field for Russ, you know. First time he's at home. I'm no, the Texas no, team was week. at home, but they yeah, sucked. Okay. But the offense, I thought was going to be a lot better. If they don't hack it, it's not doing good at all, by the way. No, but San Francisco for their two games haven't looked the best. But Jimmy G's back, so. <sighs> but Jimmy G hasn't practiced much. That's the thing. He came on late, so you just don't know. Well, the thing is also too only have two different. That and... Broncos defense, as oh, that's just their offense hasn't looked great. Their defense has looked very good. Yeah. I know they lost to Seattle, blah blah blah, but like they yeah, completely they locked down have. the they completely have. locked down the Texans. Yeah, you know, uh, I, it's tough. I'm going to go. With, I'm going to go with Denver. I'm going to go with Denver. I'm so t- this was a this is a tough week. It I is. I think I'm. Are we two separate? I think two. Yeah. That means we could tie again. Well, we saw one a- game. Left. I. Jerry Judy might be out too. I don't know. I'm gonna go into Broncos. I think I. I worry about the Niners scoring. I just okay, worry about well, them scoring uh, against that defense. Is, is Giants in Dallas? Giants are actually favored to win. I'm not so sure about that. Cowboy it's Cooper good. Rush is like they Cooper haven't missed Rush much. Cooper Rush looked good against the missed. Bengals team that was you know supposed to be pretty good. Hey, um, I'm doing a podcast. Sorry, it's my room. No, I'm doing the podcast. I just have to throw something at you. Sorry for this interruption. Uh, fine, I guess. Whatever. Woohoo! I'm on the podcast! Woo! Oh, thanks. <laughs> A Mr. Beast this chocolate bar. This podcast is sponsored by... Mr. Beast chocolate bar. Thanks. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, I can you... Alright, sorry about that. Um, Dallas, New York. I want to go Dallas, even Me though too. I don't like the, Gosh, cow- dang it. the Cowboys. You know what? But... Uh, I really want one of us to lose this week. I don't know if, oh, man, I can't go away from my heart. Giants or Cowboys? Even though the Giants have are 2-0, and I can't say it's the most impressive wins ever. I'm going to go Cowboys. I'm going to go Cowboys. I'm going to go Cowboys. 
Cowboys. You should go five different. So I'm going Cowboys, man. I can't. Which one do you want to go different from me, man? I I could switch mine to the Rams and we literally have one game different. <laughs> oh. You want me to bet on Baker Mayfield? Switch mine to the Panthers one more week. I've been the one doing that. You didn't even you didn't even do yeah. Carolina last week. Yeah, I, I did. lost because I bet Carolina with you. We both bet Carolina the first two weeks. Yeah. And we both lost. I don't want to go to New England because I know I'm going to lose that one. So I, I know I have to win Minnesota. And I can that, switch to Baker. Get- I would be I'd be okay with switching to Baker or the Giants potentially. I'll How is, maybe one of those. But I, you switch to Baker. Okay. I'll switch to New England. And then I switch to the New York Giants. Or I'll switch to New York Giants. Up to you. So we have five. So it's not just three. So I'll well, pick no, my it's, team. It's still two. be three, right? All right, no, no I guess it was No, because we've because you pick Minnesota and Detroit. Right. So Minnesota, Detroit's different. No, no, no I picked Rams. Detroit. Oh yeah, you pick Minnesota. Duh. I Never pick mind. Minnesota. Yeah. And then Rams and Cardinals different. And then right. I do New England, Baltimore. Yeah. You would do Carolina New Orleans. And then either you go San Francisco and I keep Denver or you stay Dallas, I'll go New York. Oh, oh, oh why? So I'll, I'll I just want to stick with my heart, man. I don't want to change anything. <laughs> I don't want to change anything either, but we only have two games. And, you know, what fun is that? I need uh, a real quick refer a friend. If I were to change a game uh, that I'm, you know, Matt and I are doing predictions, should I change? I have the 49ers. Uh, or have the Broncos being the 49ers, should I switch that to the 49ers? Or should I switch from the Cowboys-Giants, I have the Cowboys winning to the Giants? Which one should I switch? You think so? If I lose, it's on you. I'm going Giants then. She said switch to the Giants. And we'll just keep it at three. Oh, We, I, we yeah. don't need to switch. We don't need to switch because we okay. want to make it five. We're just going to... Okay, so you're, so you're going I'll to go the for the upstart Giants, yes. See you that's, don't like the Cowboys. The, they beat the Bengals. All right. See that thing to me. I kind of like the Giants, but at the same time, Dallas looked good. So that's why I'm like, uh, you know. Yeah, I Giants are upstart, so maybe they'll. Is this division rival? Maybe they'll come out and. You know. I am surprised you picked Houston. I was more fifty fifty on that one. Honestly, I picked Houston because I thought you'd pick Chicago. But I'm like fifty fifty two. I'm not gonna lie, but Houston's impressed yeah. me with their grittiness. So. Oh, we got predict scores, which I guess if one of us, if whoever gets any of this right, I guess is we, wait, we can't even tie. So it doesn't even matter. So no. All right. Dallas, uh, I think the Cowboys will score 10 points and then the Giants will score 21. <laughs> I'm going 24, 17. San Fran and Denver. I think the Niners will score 13. No, I'll give them 20 and I will give the Broncos 24. I'm going to give San Francisco 21. I'm going to go Denver 27. I know I picked the Chiefs last week to be the highest scoring team, but now they're playing the Colts. I feel really good about that, but I'm also picked to pick, tempted to pick the Lions like you talked about. But I think I'm going to go safe pick Kansas City, and then least points, we're going to go with the um, – we're going to go with the uh, – Mm. 
Oh man, I want to go to Tennessee again, but I know uh, that's probably not. I did. T- I kind of did too. I was either them or I mean, I have ten for the Cowboys, so I'm gonna go Cowboys. <laughs> okay. Actually, I'm gonna go out there. All right, I'm safe probably, picks. I'm probably gonna go with um. There we go. Probably gonna go with Carolina. Actually, Baker's gonna get shut out by the New Orleans defense. I was thinking about him too. I'm not gonna lie. Okay, I've just saved my picks. All right. That wraps up episode 79. Uh, Loser gets lip cream slapped. It'll be on the Instagram next week because there will be a guaranteed loser this week. So Matt could pass the punishment, though. It's up to him if he wants to use it now or save it. I don't know. I know. You're still okay because you could pass it if you wanted. I could pass, yes. Even if you lose, right? So. Yeah, even if I lose. Yeah, here's, here's with an outro real quick. Good episode. Well, hopefully our bet hits as well. Also, we hope that our picks are good too. We're just excited for football. We're excited that it's back. We love the podcast and, you know, can't really complain. So with that, we're hoping we next, guys. next episode hopefully is non-football too. Next episode, yeah, non-football and we have fun and yeah, deuces.